This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. You are listening to another fantastic, fun-filled episode of Copy Chief Radio. Here is the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. Hi, Jonathan. <laughs> Radio time, See, man. <laughs> you, you, gave, you gave that big intro. I thought I'd do the opposite. This, won't be, this doesn't sound fun Contrast. at all. Contrast. <laughs> uh, this is cool. Uh, fun episode is right today. Uh, my man, uh, Nate Dye, is joining us. What's up, Nate? Not much, man. If I uh, if I start doing this more often, I got to get one of those sexy mics like you guys got. I can't compete. <laughs> well, you sound fine, man. And uh, yeah, you, you definitely get you got to turn up the bass a little bit. You know, it's uh, that's our secret weapon. Um, yeah, this will be cool. Uh, Nate, uh, Jonathan, Nate and I have been working together a lot uh, on ask. He, he's been my secret weapon in this whole ask experience, because when I left that intensive that I've talked quite a bit about and was all, uh, you know, jazzed up for, uh, for ask, uh, luckily Nate, who's somebody who I've had a long time respect for, and we've collaborated on some stuff in the past, uh, had been studying ask since January. And, you know, Nate is, uh, an amazing, uh, thinker and implementer, uh, he's got a lot of military experience, so he's, you know, uh, really good with systems and understands, you know, how to take action and solve problems quickly. So we got to work uh, on it and did some stuff for, you know, my business. And then we uh, started taking on some client work and we quickly discovered something, Jonathan, that there's a big problem people run into when they start down the ass. They want to build out a quiz funnel. And that is that they uh, try to build out their quiz too quickly. And so Nate and I uh, came up with a thing that we've been calling the lean ask method. And I'll let, uh, I'll let Nate describe it because he does a better job of it than me. But I can tell you it is really solved this problem of, uh, you know, moving too quickly and, uh, getting into a bunch of tech that's really hard to test out of, you know, we just, Nate, we just had Alison Carpio on the last show last week. And she talked about, you know, testing AB testing and, yeah. you know, she talked about how to keep it simple, but you know, that it can get really complicated quick. And part of the big deal with lean ask here is to not get so committed to your quiz that you have to try to, you know, AB test out of that thing and figure out where it all went wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, quizzes themselves are just super effective lead generation tools and an extremely persuasive way to take, you know, cold traffic and turn it into a paying customer. But the, you know, with anything that's, that's really capable uh, and super effective you know, it can get pretty complicated pretty quickly. And so there really there really was a need to kind of slow people down and let's just make sure that, you know, really the idea of your quiz is going to work before we kind of, you know, build out all of this branch logic and, you know, all of these, uh, all this tech stuff that we think is really going to solve the problem, but it really just intensifies the problem if we don't have a solid foundation to start from. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, so let's talk just a little bit more about why quizzes are so effective in the first place. Yeah, well, you know, one thing that we're kind of accustomed in marketing today to have tactics kind of come and go super quick. You know, like it seems like one day we're talking about Twitter and next day we're talking about Facebook and then, you know, something happens and then LinkedIn comes in. And we lost your audio there, Nate. He was just getting fired up too. I know, getting into the I meat. felt it. I felt it coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ever going to run out of style. And that's for one specific reason. And that's because people are never going to get tired of learning about themselves. It's just not going to happen. Right. You know, we are we are serious steps in evolution away from that ever, ever becoming a reality that we have to contend with. So yeah. the reality is, is that people aren't ever going to stop wanting to learn about themselves and quizzes themselves really is the structure of expertise. You know, when we go to someone, a doctor or a lawyer, and we want their help, they follow this kind of, hey, let me ask you questions about your situation. And then based on that, I'm going to prescribe for you something that is very specific to your situation. So quizzes work really well in that format. They're never going to go out of style, but they can get a little complicated. And so you really need a structure that kind of helps frame all that and keep you on track. Yeah, great. Awesome. Cool. So uh, let's talk about, you know, lean ask. I, I gave a little bit of build up to it, but, um, you know, let's start our, talk about the problem that people have and, you know, what we were able to do. And again, I don't want to give everything away here. I warned people last week that we, you know, look, sure. this is a, a little bit proprietary. Well, first of all, we have to respect Ryan's uh, behind the, the the paywall stuff, right? This is his system that he teaches. And this is a system you and I have developed that we're very proud of. And, uh, you know, some of it's privileged information. So a little bit classified here. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll tell that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I obviously want to give value. But, uh, you know, um, so let's talk about the, you know, where this all came from. Sure. So, you know, as you mentioned before, I, I got in on, on Ryan's internal launch that he did kind of before the big public launch that he just finished up with. And, you know, doing my own study on that and being involved in the group and seeing other people comment on things, there, there was a problem. There was a point of friction that I saw bubble up pretty fast. And that was, you know, you quickly want to get your own quiz, right? I mean, that's kind of like the iconic feature of the whole uh, promotion. And so you want to develop yours. And I started seeing that people were kind of getting in trouble if they went too quickly for it. So I had this idea of saying, well, if I was to go back to like to the lean startup principle, what would that have to look like? And so essentially, if you boil lean startup down, you really have two functional things. You have we're talking about a book there. It's the book, the lean startup, right? Exactly. That's right. So within that context, you know, when you're starting a business and you're kind of following that lean model, Mm -hmm. um, you, you essentially have to identify the problem and then you want to rapidly prototype and get like a functioning product out into the marketplace to get real feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, fortunately, Ryan put together a great process in order to do that within his entire ask method. But when you try to wrap your brain kind of around the whole thing, you lose sight sometimes of those simple key elements that you really have to hold to. So his process of running a survey beforehand really helps us with 
lean startup principle number one, which is identify the problem. So that initial survey that you do, um, that helps you identify, well, what is the market's problems and how does it break out by segments? So then it becomes to the second tenant of lean startup, which is you need a minimum viable product. Mm -hmm. And so I sat there and said, well, what would a minimum viable product be for a quiz funnel? You know, what would that look like? And so essentially, you know, we developed this minimum viable quiz sequence, we call it, in order to understand and you have, you know, the, the necessary building blocks within your quiz funnel to make sure that if I put this whole thing in front of the marketplace, they're going to care and it has a hope of converting. Then when I test that and I can do that, you know, in a very non-tech, very low-tech way, I can do it rapidly and it's all based on the research I did in the previous step. And if that thing survives, then I can go ahead and I can start putting in emphasis on a lot of design and a lot of coding and a lot of, you know, the way my quiz looks and the background image and all that sort of stuff that kind of makes a solid foundation look better. But if you don't have a solid foundation in place in the beginning, um, you know, you're really you're really in for a rough ride. Yeah, it's like, you know, having the body of a 68 Camaro uh, in your on your backyard and, you know, painting flames on it, but it's, you know, got no frame, no engine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. It's, it's like, no wow. amount of hydraulics. Yeah. No amount of hydraulics <laughs> or nitrous oxide that you put in that thing is ever going to make it go. You know, yeah, that's exactly a, right. And that's an where art, so many it, people kind of get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's an art piece, not a, not a moneymaker. So, uh, exactly. yeah, great point. So, so, I mean, this is important to do for any marketing. Like, Again, it's cool because Allison was here last last week talking about what to do once you've got something up and how to test it to make sure it's the best version of it. This is yeah. a step even before that to go. You got to validate everything you're thinking of doing before you spend all the time and energy and money to get it made. So is is this a process that only works for quiz funnels? No, absolutely not. You know, that's one of the things that I think we always kind of look at tactics as you know, whatever the topic du jour may be. And we think that that's going to be like some kind of salvation from, you know, mm. the standard rules of copywriting and marketing that have been established now for, you know, well over a hundred years. And so quizzes as a tactic don't really supersede those. In fact, they're governed by them as well. So whether you're going to use a quiz to generate leads and convert those into buyers or not, you're going to use some other format in which to do it, whether it's webinars or whatever. One of the things that I love about the way that we've implemented Lean Ask is it helps you get a coherent, like bird's eye view of your whole promotion. So where do we start with the ad or whatever content the prospect is first going to come in contact with? How do we transition to that first commitment, which is whether they're going to opt in or they're going to sign up for a webinar or they're going to take our quiz, whatever the case may be. And then once we deliver on that initial promise, one thing where people really get stuck is, OK, I've delivered some value, but now where do I go? You know, how do I turn this into a sale? And so, you know, with with the process that we've laid out, those steps really make up the foundation of that minimum viable quiz sequence. So whether you're going to have a quiz or not, you still have to understand how am I going to meet this cold prospect where they are, take them through a series of, of kind of, you know, of progressive interactions in order to quickly get to a sale. 
And the way that we've structured Lean Ask is it helps you, you know, we literally can put this on one piece of paper and we spend a lot of time, you know, talking just about what's on that piece of paper. And when you have that hammered out, now you can dive into the specifics. Now you can start writing, okay, what's the specific copy going to be for this step and this step? Or how is that step actually going to be implemented? I think people try to go try to go about setting up promotions the opposite way. You know, they started also, you know, almost a very micro view and they say, okay, what's my ad going to say? Well, oh, that's pretty neat. I, I like, you know, I like the way the ad turned out. Okay, now let me think about my landing page. And then eventually, you know, we've kind of veered completely off course from where it is that we need to end up. So, you know, just like taking kind of a long cross country trip, you need to have that big map that shows, okay, here's Los Angeles and here's New York City. And are we on pace to get to New York City? Then at some point you need turn by turn directions, but you're never going to master a road trip if you've only got turn by turn directions. You know, you're, you're going to lose complete perspective about where you are. And I think a lot of people kind of fall off the rails when they try to do it that way. That's a good point. You, you might have accidentally typed in, you know, uh, New Brunswick or something yeah, and exactly, or yeah. you know s somewhere somewhere uh north and in if you're only looking at turn by turn directions you'd never know that until you arrived at the totally wrong uh place uh yeah, you end up in some place like texas and you're just like yeah, when yeah. is this gonna end yeah why, why <laughs> does this ever end right? yeah what's with all the hats yeah. and boots here in the city exactly I don't get it. yeah way too many buckles and big hair yep uh, all right. So no offense um, to anybody that may live in Texas, of course. Yeah, no offense, of course. If uh, if, if our girl Angie Coley is from listening, she's from <laughs> Texas. Um, what about that? Uh, all right. So let's talk about what would be that minimum viable product for a quiz funnel. Can we get into some of the details without? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of okay. Sure. So one of the first ones is really what is your big idea? And within terms of the quiz, this is going to be, you know, that topic or that promise of the quiz. Mm -hmm. It needs to have a tangible promise like any good big idea should have, which is, you know, lose 15 pounds in 15 days. You know, abs aren't made in the gym. They're made in the kitchen. You know, the end of America. Those are all excellent kind of broader big picture, uh, you know, big ideas that worked really well for their promotions. In this case, it's essentially the promise of the quiz, and it needs to be tangible, which is a great example of you know how any marketing needs to adhere to those fundamental principles. And then it also needs to deliver some type of promise in order to say that you're going to find out something unique about you and your situation. And this is one of this th that big idea is is literally the thing that is going to move the needle the most. So if you don't have an idea, a big idea, a compelling idea that the market cares about, well, they're not going to take a quiz they don't care about, right? Like the quiz itself isn't the savior. It has yeah. to be a quiz about something that they care about. Yeah. So really testing that big idea is, you know, is one of the most important things. And this, and this again is that lean ask principle. Like we want to get that idea out in front of the marketplace. So whether it's simply in an ad or whether it's an email to your list that invites them to take this quiz or to, to opt in just to find out a video that you might make about something. Um, if no one shows any interest in that, well, great. With very little cost or with very little effort, we've established that, hey, guess what? No one cares about your big idea. You know, let's right. come up with another one. 
much easier to do it that way than to go out and hire this whole production team and get this slick website and write in all this code and write all these questions only to find out that no one cared about step one, you know, which was your big idea. So test that quickly. That's one of the most important tenets. Uh, the next part of the minimum viable quiz sequence is really to understand, you know, have you segmented your audience correctly? Do they identify with the way that you have segmented them into these various kind of channels? Mm -hmm. And this really comes out of that research that you did before. So Ryan's got a great process for doing kind of an initial survey, what he calls a deep dive survey. And this helps you understand the marketplace. A mistake that a lot of people make is, you know, we're, we're told that we need to write to one avatar and that is true to an extent, but the part that's missing from that is you likely have multiple segments mm -hmm. in your overall list. And so, yes, you know, so instead of just having one avatar, you actually have three avatars and they need to be talked to differently. You know, they are interested in the same goal, but for different reasons. So in the memory market, it may be a college student that wants to get better grades. It may be a graduate student that wants to learn complex formulas, and then it may be a pastor or a public speaker that wants to remember their presentations. So they all want the same goal, but they want yeah. it for very different reasons. So you need to be aware of that. And people typically just kind of tend to build one avatar for their whole list. So when you get your when you get your segments right, you know, then now we're talking to people the right way. Um, and affinity overcome skepticism. And so especially when you're dealing with someone that's cold to you and they don't really know you, the fastest way to have rapport happen and be established is to be able to talk to them specifically in their language. Again, a very strong tenet of well-established copywriting principles. And then really the third main part of the minimum viable quiz sequence is how the heck are we going to transition this to a sale? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have someone see if they're interested in this big idea to find out something about themselves. They're then going to get segmented into a particular, you know, segment and do they identify with it? And once I give them, you know, a small bit of advice in order to help their situation, ha have I effectively then set them up to be able to transition into I recognizing a deeper problem they now have and that they're willing to go ahead and get a final solution. And so really those three things, your idea, the way that you segment and the transition that you have to a sale, those three things make up that minimum viable quiz sequence. And you can do all of that, oddly enough, without ever actually putting them in front of a quiz. You know, that's that's really the most interesting thing about mm -hmm. this whole process. And we can test this whole thing literally from A to Z and make money in the process and say, yep, it's good. The market cares. The market segments the way that we want them to. And they're buying the solution that we're ultimately offering to them. Let's bring in, wake up the coder, bring in the design team, and let's flush this thing out. <laughs> Nate, I love listening to you, buddy. You just got a <laughs> magic way of laying it out, making it real fun to hear and, and very clear. Man, it's a gift. Uh, cool. So that that is it in a nutshell. So it, it, look, look, this is a great marketing lesson just beyond quizzes or anything like that. You have to first map out the process. You got to understand, you know, what, what are the, you know, what's the big picture? What are the uh, turn by turn directions? And then you've, you do the fun, creative part of brainstorming ideas. And this is what's a lot of fun about the ask method and building out these uh, quizzes with big ideas. You get to brainstorm all these different types of quizzes you could have. Uh, and that part of it's a lot of fun. And then, you know, 
Nate, in our case, when we work with with experts and in our clients, we collaborate and we brainstorm and we, you know, whittle that down to our best idea. And we say, all right, this is the one we're going to test first. And then we put it out there. And like you said, we won't give away all our secrets to exactly how we're validating these ideas. But as it's before it ever goes into all the tech and the coding that goes into a quiz. What do you like to say, Nate? It's uh, all the conversions without the the coding, without the headaches of the coding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, all the conversion without the code. That's right. Yeah, and that's you know, get it out to the marketplace and get some real feedback, and then we can wake up the coder and go down that road. Yeah. So this is a, a system you should have in place for anything you're going to invest your time and money in. Don't go building a course. Don't go writing a sales letter. Don't go doing any of that stuff until you've used some very simple, minimum viable uh, product validation techniques and all the stuff that Nate laid out for you today in the Lean Ask is a great way to do that. Nate, where can people learn more about what we're up to with the Lean Ask method? Yeah. Oddly enough, they can go to leanask.com of all things, hey. and uh, that'll direct them over to uh, an area that we've got prepared where you know we talk a little bit about the process, a little bit more detail, and we provide some avenues for them if they think that they might want to you know, inquire about our consultative services that we offer to help get them on track with maybe a promotion that they feel might have gone off, you know, off the rails a little bit. They can go to leanask.com, L-E-A-N-A-S-K.com, and uh, it'll have all the information for them there. Fantastic. Well, thanks for doing this, bro. And, you know, we should we should do this again, Jonathan, and we should brainstorm some quiz ideas for the podcast factor. I think that'd be On the fun. fly. Yeah, that was awesome, Nate. Thank yeah, that'd you. be awesome. And so what do you have yeah, coming absolutely. up next time, Kevin? Uh, next, we have another um, uh, founder, uh, two founders right in a row here of Copy Chief. Uh, my man Aaron Crocker is coming on. Uh, Aaron is a top fitness uh, copywriter, and he's going to share five hard and fast rules for fitness reports that convert. Uh, and that is something that, you know, everybody has their lead magnet. They love to write these reports. But again, like we're talking about here, uh, just listening to this episode with Aaron next week is going to validate your idea for your fitness report. Make sure it's something people actually want and will make a good lead for you. Ah, you're giving too much away. I'm getting frustrated here, but all right. <laughs> all right. So on to other things. We'll be back in your earbuds next week. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Cheese, for tuning in. You've been listening to Copy Chief Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're digging what we are laying down for you, then your next step is to go over to iTunes, type in Copy Chief Radio into the search bar, and when you find a show, subscribe. We will be back in your earbuds next week. is the podcastfactory.com